however I grew up, if I can give you the same or better, I feel okay. Yeah. Anything below that, then personally, I think I failed. So that constant measure, and my life was a very good life. So, <laughs> <laughs> so to be honest, it's a, it's a very high bar that my parents have set. So, I mean, you know, that, that's, that's the outlook of always constantly on the go. Welcome to the What Next Podcast, hosted by Sean Reed, where we pay it forward through conversations. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey to discover what's next for you. How is your mental health today? Ah, uh, wow. My mental health. Um, it's up and down, I mean, to be honest. Uh, back to school, you know. Um, you know, first day of school. Um, beyond that, just, I mean, navigating through life, I mean, like in terms of, like, transitioning to what the new world is now. Mm-hmm. People's attention span are just a lot shorter, so yeah. you need to find something that you can pivot into to create other revenue streams. Because um, one good job is not good enough not anymore good enough, in the yeah. world. So, I mean, beyond that, beyond that regular stress, I mean, it's pretty much good because I have a decent enough life. Mm-hmm. So I'm not complaining, you know, but I know there's a lot more that can be done. So in this current state, today, this week, I'm good. My daughter is healthy, fine. Went to school today. She has everything she need. For me, that's the perfect week already. Being uh, I love that. I yeah. love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that becoming a father changed that outlook of what is important to you? It changed my entire life. I mean, which changed my outlook, which changed my drive. Um, and as you say, what is important, what is not important. Um, family um i mean yeah it's just it's just the focus is more on less fulfillment for self and more for the future of the little one yeah so that has been the the focus and the change that has come over me so i'm always on constant go to make sure that you know what i'm going for and the aim that i have will fulfill itself in order for my daughter to transition into an easier life than I live. Because I always say to myself personally, however I grow up, if I can give you the same or better, I feel okay. Yeah. Anything below that, then personally I think I failed. So that constant measure, and my life was a very good life. So, <laughs> <laughs> so to be honest, it's a, it's a very high bar that my parents have set. So... I mean, you know, that, that's, that's the outlook of always constantly on the go. Yeah, I think that I feel the same way. I feel that if your parents carried you to a level five, mm-hmm. it's your responsibility to go to a level six, seven, eight, mm-hmm. at least. If I mean, life can happen, it's right? So Anything so. can happen, sickness, etc. Yeah. obviously. But if you live out, if everything is pretty much stable, no external factors like sickness or major earthquake or hurricane, you hopefully <clears> you can... <throat> As you said, give your children a life that is even even one percent better. Yeah. But it can't you can't go back down. Can't go back down. Yeah, and especially when you hear the stories that your parents tell you of how they grew up, you're like, if they could prepare you to where you are now, at least carry it even further. That's a must. I, I encourage everybody to at least set that bar for themselves. Yeah. Don't, not not what everybody else is doing, not what everybody else has, but set that particular bar, 
And I think you can live a fulfilled life with that bar being set. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. With, yeah. with that said, though, do you think that men or some men mm -hmm. naturally want to, in order to secure the bag for the future, mm -hmm. you have to put a lot of work today, right? Do you think that sometimes we sacrifice maybe time or experiences now with our family so that we can secure the bag so the future is you know secure? Yeah, and, and even just for your personal life, um, beyond monetary um, gains, you just there's a lot of sacrifice every day, but um, the, a lot of emphasis is put on making money. So where I would like, for instance, I had a job um, for my company called In Control Gaming that does um, a gaming experience, so waterfront. You know, that's one of the most hectic days for New Year's Eve. Yeah. We have everybody coming from everywhere, from all sorts of places, town, Portmore, Kingston, Kingston 7, mm -hmm. everywhere. So um, a company had hired me. Um, I think it was Pepsi. Mm -hmm. um, and that's New Year's Eve when you don't want to be with your family, right. celebrating, sitting and ringing in the New Year. I had to be catering to other people's children yeah, yeah. To, to do a job, to do a job, to make money. You understand? So for me, yeah, I mean, it, 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 there's a lot of sacrifice and there's been days, nights. I've done even, I think, a 24-hour job. You understand? And I mean, you have to think about what needs to be done. Yeah. To, to say that it is worth it. But I mean, more and more, I mean, I try to do less. <laughs> <laughs> I try to do less. Yeah. Where, what, that I can afford to do. You yeah. understand? So if, if I can afford to not do this, then I do it. I don't yeah. do it, sorry. Um, I, and that goes for my personal life in terms of socializing or whatever it may be. So to answer your question, yeah. Yeah, it's like for me, I there was a period in like 2017, 2018 where... My job at the time, which was financially beneficial, took me away from my family a lot, consistently out of the island, 25 days out of 30-day month, right? And wow. it's something that, I mean, there are pros and cons with that, with any relationship, obviously, well, right? Was the financial benefit worth it? I would say yes. Um, was that the best made back communicating through that period? Probably no. But I think what maybe what I've learned is to take it in stages because, you know, to secure that bag for the future that you want to do as a man, you're going to have those periods where you're moving extremely hard. But you have to take the time to say, okay, maybe for this year or for this six months, I'm going to be going hard. But, you know, during summer for two weeks, I'll always be here or whatever the case mm -hmm. is so that you have that balance so that they know that you are around but you have to have those time periods, unfortunately, to keep on going hard to secure the future. And it's something that it's a, it's a hard balance. It is. It takes a toll on every aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. it, trust me, it's, it's always a balancing act. And I, I, I absolutely think that I have not gotten it right, to be honest. You understand? But the thing is to continue to try to, yeah. to, to see where I can evolve and, and, and do more where I've done less yeah. in that area. You understand? Yeah. So a while ago, you mentioned a gaming company, mm -hmm. right? I know you as a music man or entertainment man. So I guess just give me a draw of what's on your plate now. Okay. So as we said off here, I was telling you about a plethora of things that mm -hmm. I've done throughout my life. And um, 
from inception, I've, I've been in music via my parent, which is my father, which has an established studio called Anchor Recording Studio. Very established producer from the Shaba to the Gregor Isaacs to the Maxi Priest, you name it, go down the line. Mm-hmm. He has done it. So he has been at the pinnacle of music at some point for a long point. Mm-hmm. Um, created a very um, large recording facility where persons can come record. So naturally, I was there. So I was there first for a lot of the time, maybe around 10 years working, doing music, learning every aspect of the business that I could and every aspect that I like, I had the ability to try it. Yeah. Free of cost technically because yeah. everything is there. Um, so basically, I indulge in producing tracks like Christopher Martin. I went, did something on his Book of Life album. Um, who else? So many people. Busy Signal and Chris Martin. Egyptian, a long list of people. Yeah. Um, I did that, um, had some success with the album, but maybe not what I expected. Um, so also, um, parallel to that, I was like um, doing graphic designs in the office, because we do have an office that does it. It's a one-stop shop. You mm. can record, mix, master. At the time, when CDs were important, yeah. design and print CDs, press them and carry them out. Right. So I'd be doing graphics in the day um, on the CDs, printing, burning, doing that part of the business. Um, when that's done, then I go into the studio after. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was juggling everything, um, seeing results, minimal results, some good. Some people think it's excellent. I think some are minimal based on what I had said for myself. Yeah, your own personal bar. Exactly. Um, then moved into managing artists, managed the major for a time, worked out, did a tour, went around Europe, just both of us. So I have experienced success and, and a lot of knowledge in every aspect of music and also my father being a music publisher as well which something that was new to a lot of people, but was old to me. So I kind of was in the future in terms of where people are now talking about publishing, license, Owning the and rights. all of that. Yeah. My father's been in that game maybe from about 90-something or 2000. Nice. You understand? Having a lot of publishing for a lot of artists and a lot of other production houses mm-hmm. that have other artists. So um, with that being said... That aspect of the business um, is where I try to understand as well because even now, that aspect of the business is more profitable than actually doing music. Right. My father is at the pinnacle of that in reggae. So most things that you hear that needs clearance or you hear a foreign artist and a Jamaican artist and they're working on the percentage, it's 9 out of 10, my father. Nice, nice. You understand? Now, you know, that, that goes like any other business, like a lawyer, whatever, you get a percentage of whatever. Right. So, when your man say, may I sue for children, Milan, my father would smile and say, well, if it work out, my percentage <laughs> comes. You understand? Yeah. So, that aspect of the business is what we are transitioning into. Um, also, in terms of creating young talent. So, we have something like a room like this, a little bigger. So what we did is stop doing the rental in that room because we have three rooms. So one room, which is the smallest one, is now going to become a pre-production room for persons who want to sign up with us, have access to all the equipment they want that is out there in the world, all the high-end equipment, Mm -hmm. to create 
by simply being a part of our publishing. Got you. You got understand? You. So the benefit is you get all equipment, you get access to um, the ability to connect with labels in terms of pushing music for movies, ads, whatever it is, via his publishing company. Right. So that sums up most of the music. Um, did that for a very long time. Um, tried everything, got success in everything. I guess it wasn't fully my calling. Mm -hmm. um, transition out of that in a little space where I wasn't sure what I was doing. Um, video games was a hobby, mm -hmm. something that I liked, something that I was particularly good at. Um, used to do it with friends mm -hmm. very often as my pastime because, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't drink, I don't smoke, really, truly. I don't yeah. do any of those things, really. So that was, that was my vice as they were called. Right, it. right. Um, so, I mean, my daughter's mom, who were together with her, said, you know, why don't you try and do something with it? Since you always like to do it. Um, so that sparked something in my brain. Mm -hmm. But what brought it to fruition was I kept doing like gatherings at my house with, you know, there'll be famous people there because, you know, music, you know, a lot of famous people. Right. So all the famous people would be at my house in this game room. Right. And I'd post it on Instagram, just us having a good time. Mm -hmm. um, not like the cloud era now. <laughs> Look who's here. It was us yeah. friends having a good time. Right. You understand? But people kept saying, oh, I'm better than this person. Oh, I'm better than that person. So it's a competition vibe now. Competition vibe. So what was told to me before, find something to do with it. Competition came to mind. Yeah. So I decided to keep a competition. And without all the resources, it's just like we talk about with the podcast, just random. I just said, I'm just going to do it. So the first step was I just advertised it on the internet. Mm -hmm. Said, this is the month I'm going to do it. Look out for it. Yeah. Nothing in hand other than my one PlayStation. <laughs> so spoke with a couple of friends, figured out football is the most popular thing which we were playing. Worked out the logistics of how you do it to figure out everything that you need and then work towards it. Right. So I kind of just jumped out the window. So you gave yourself a deadline and worked towards the deadline. And worked towards it. That, that was the only way to do it. If I sit down and try to gather. You could spend too much time too planning much time and no planning, execution. And no execution. So I, I threw myself out there. All right. The, the person said, listen, all right, we do a, a group, a, a workup grouping, which is 32. Mm -hmm. All right. So we do eight groups of four. All right. So Billy, you're going to need eight PlayStation. You have one. I have one. Yeah. Bolt has one. Bibi has one. Chris has one. This has one. Who? So Billy, so I, I got the eight. Mm -hmm. So I cross off eight PlayStation. Okay. You need a venue. We are frequent at the club. This is before my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a relationship. Clubs are closed on Sunday. So I said, mm, Sunday is the day. Right. What's the best Sunday in the month? Pick that day. Say, okay. Spoke to the club owner. He said, yeah, hey, you can do it. It's, it's, it's free. You're not doing anything. Mm -hmm. Check off the, the venue. Location, yeah. Checked off parking. It was marketplace. It was a smaller fiction at the time. Right. So I checked off venue, checked off PlayStation, checked off parking. Mm -hmm. So I had the, the main components gone. Now I need a prize. So I said, okay, what are you going to charge and what's going to be the price? So I also changed the game in, changed the game in gaming. Yeah. Usually it's around 500 or 1,000 to enter a tournament and mm -hmm. maybe get a prize of 8,000, maybe luckily 10,000 sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what, I'm going to raise a bar. I'm going to do one for 4,000, which is mm -hmm. three times the price, unheard of. And I said, you know what? I need to have a prize that is worth that. Right. So I said, at the time, PlayStation 4s were popular. 
and it had the value. It was like the entry fee was ten percent of the value. Got you. So yeah, I said, yeah, you know, yeah. this looks enticing. Some said it wouldn't work. I said, but one way to find out. Mm -hmm. So I said, all right, I'm going to do that. Purchase that before I even got any sponsorship. Knew somebody who knew somebody from Benz, and I have to give credit. I don't know far the podcast is <laughs> <laughs> going to go. Uh, you call Imru. Imru. Um, he, I, I, I pled my case to him. He gave me the sponsorship in terms of setting up screens mm -hmm. and giving me that. And I said, all right, and then um, Sloan, Sloan Jackson, mm -hmm. big up yourself. <laughs> he gave me the sponsorship which paid back for the PlayStation that I purchased out of pocket. Nice, nice. So right now I'm in the green. Having sp I've spent money, recouped, got all of what I needed. And the event don't start yet. And the event has not started. Yeah. So now I'm going to get participants. So that now would be the income from the event because right. I already have the prize. Mm -hmm. So I'm all in the green. So it has already looked good. They, long story short, they came, executed, all my friends, all the popular people, all the regular people, everybody came, executed well, went well. So long story short, did more, did more, did bigger ones, did bigger ones, and it got bigger. Got the telecommunications on board, Samsung on mm -hmm. board, Panasonic on board, you name it, I got most corporate companies. So mm -hmm. I did four events that did well. Then that transitioned into where I started, where I said, I'm doing you now corporate events where when they need a kid's section, right. they call me to set up different games or they're doing um, activations and they want something different from the domino and the cards and right. the bingo. They know men are there, so they love the FIFA, they love the fighting games. Mm -hmm. So I saw business now cultivating itself naturally so invested got more playstations for myself got screen so i got all the material i needed to execute the job so i don't have to outsource right so pretty much after a short time i go into the green because i have the product to do my business i don't have to outsource right so that is how long story short how i ended up in gaming and it has done me well i mean it's a it's a good story you know one of the things that i encourage is entrepreneurship simply due to the fact that there's nothing wrong with being an employee let me put it out there there's nothing wrong with being an employee <laughs> i don't want anybody to think that i'm saying there's something bad with that but i will more say that there are too many people who who want to do more who have a fear of doing more for various reasons that's not what they grow up seeing They've seen people fail. What if, what if, what if? And I think that what you did is important, which is you set a deadline. You put it out there and you work towards it. Too many of us sit down and we plan and we plan and we plan and we never actually execute. You will never hit perfection. That doesn't exist. You have to just try and if you fall flat, fine, no big deal. You, you try again. But not trying, not trying is a 100% failure. Trying something and not hitting the mark you wanted to hit, it's not a failure, it's a learning, and you keep on going. And I think that that's a very good lesson. It's very important. I learned I le I learn that along the way. Yeah. I learned and just improve from it. Yeah. So do you do any events to like to help communities, etc.? I have. Um, I've been in some areas, you know, some lower poverty line areas, as mm -hmm. we'd call them. Not I get lower yeah. poverty line areas. Yeah. Um, and they have been like community treats 
and I've been a part of them or um, they have been like persons who are doing events and trying to build themselves up and do have capital and have come on board free. Yeah. You understand? So I'm, I'm, I've always been willing and open to doing that. You understand? Because one thing I know, um, your blessing always come back. Always. I, I'm not a preachy person. <laughs> I know you're, you're, you're fully a man of God, but I'm a believer in what you do will come back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, instant gratification is never the way. Yeah, it is always limited, cause it will run out. Mm-hmm. You understand? So, so I do things in faith, and 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 it has come back, and and I've done a lot of community service in that manner. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to the music, right? What is, what are the misconceptions that people have about the music industry? That you know, being in it. You're like, you know, that's a wrong concept. It's not true. You know, any misconceptions that you see? Um, no. No, the whole world has transitioned into being more understanding and less tolerant at the same time. Okay. <laughs> so prior to this era, the misconceptions were it's for idlers. Right. It's because you have failed. You have no ambition. Um, all they do is burn weed. On the all they do is burn weed, smoke. There's no structure, there is um there's no future, there's no retirement. All those are false. Mm-hmm. My father is a testament of all those things being false. Mm-hmm. His quick backstory is he was a road person. On the street like he passed you just being a nuisance. Yeah. To being given an opportunity, going to school, building up himself, going into music and making himself into a prominent businessman. Right. Everything you do just takes dedication. What you're seeing is just like when you're when you want to see the bad things, you see the bad things. When you yeah. want to see the good things, you see the good things. You understand? So those are the main misconceptions of music. Music is a profession. There are people when you listen to the TV, you watch a movie, you watch a cartoon, you watch into that's a musician playing the music. Exactly. Well paid. Exactly. <laughs> you understand? So there are many avenues. You're just looking at the artists and DJ. the vulgarism and the DJ. Mm-hmm. You're looking at one small aspect of music. There's music business, mm-hmm. publishing, licensing, um, management, um, you know, there are um, PR. Yeah. There are so many things in music that are just business structured. You understand? It's so, funny. It's, I have a friend of mine who doesn't live in Jamaica and his wife she said that when she was in school her job was to or to her goal was to become a a television music producer mm-hmm. right for your TV shows make the music and I was like really because I mean clearly I do this music in TV but being in Jamaica that was never a thought that was never a, an option and so do you think that I don't think that in Jamaica we do enough to promote these other types of um, career opportunities. And so, A, do we think we do? And B, how can we do it? Do we have the facilities? Do we have the All right. infrastructure? Um, we, we don't have the proper infrastructure for it. We don't have enough studios. We maybe have like two studios, like CVM and TVJ. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is not enough jobs there mm-hmm. in that market 
now and there and, and, and when I look at what comes out of um, our media houses, I think we're still a little behind um, in terms of modernizing how we're doing what we're doing. Right. So it exists, but it's such a small part mm-hmm. that you'd have to be doing something so exceptional yeah. in order to survive or strive in the position. Um, does, the, does the virtual world that we're living in now, does it translate into the music industry in terms of like that or no? Uh, still have to be physically be in a particular location to benefit. No, because everything is tied. No, music is tied to all of the platforms that are out there. So whether it's YouTube, whether it's um, Instagram, TikTok, all of them are intertwined. Mm-hmm. All of them, a lot of them work together. You understand? So, so all of it is intertwined. So. Um, you can fall into any space and and transition into. You can be a musician, a very good musician, and then go over to TikTok and do videos of you being a musician right. and monetize. Right. Whether via getting sponsorship, you have a lot of followers, so people want to be on your page in terms of to, 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 to receive the traffic, mm-hmm. um, sponsored ads. So it is all intertwined now that, 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 that you can't even separate them. If it, yeah. You can't do one without the other right now because mm-hmm. even right now, we're doing a podcast which is audio, mm-hmm. which could translate over into TikTok as something inspirational, right. audio. Right, right. Via video. You mm-hmm. understand? Yeah. So it's all connected right now. So, I mean, I mean the sky's the limit if, if, if you plan to do other things other than just one thing. Yeah. In, in television. I think that I hope that the next generation doesn't get bogged down with this focus or a singular focus of get up, go to a 95 and sit down. Again, if that's what you want to do, nothing wrong with that. But I hope that persons who have a dream or a goal or a vision, aspiration, just follow it through. And I think with the, the, the small world that we have not to have technology, you can try something and hopefully get an audience. But can I tell you, just from my perspective of how I'm seeing what is happening out there, it has actually transitioned. Okay. Nobody wants to be a worker. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants to be a boss. Yeah. Everybody wants to make their own money and not have to follow rules or guidelines. Yeah. So, so to be honest, I actually see the opposite. And it is everything has pros and it has cons. Mm-hmm. So the good thing is that you have intuition more in persons to try. But you also have persons who know, look down on somebody who has a 95. Which you should not do. Which you should not do. Yeah. You understand? So, so actually seeing that now becoming more of the trend mm-hmm. than people are afraid. So everybody who I talk to, yeah, I don't want to work for nobody. So one day I said to somebody, all right, then say, if everybody don't work for nobody, who you going to hire when your company right. becomes big? Right. They're like, yeah, you know. I'm like, yeah, so some people have to work. Yeah. And some people may have to work first and then transition into entrepreneurship. Right. You understand? Don't just be singular in your mind about whether start a business. I'm just it, it takes a lot. I've seen a lot of people start and not follow through. Yeah. You understand? Because it looks glamorous, but it needs work like anything else. I think people often don't see the work behind the scenes. So let's just say that you you show up to a party at 11 o'clock in the night 
and you say everything's set up. But did you pass by at 4 o'clock in the day when the sun hot and the people were putting everything up? You know, people don't see, people don't take the time to look at all the hard work it takes mm -hmm. just to get that 20 hours of work to get a one hour event. <laughs> and people don't see all of that. That, that, and that's a true thing because I've also thrown an event too as well. I've done so many things, as I said, I've also thrown events as well. And, and it is hectic. No matter how you think you can take yourself away from it and let it do itself, no. Impossible. And it's a lot of work, even though it looks like, hey, you just Have book a venue, some flyer, book some DJ. No. It, it it is you're right and, and that goes for most things that people do anything you see built there is work put behind it yeah anything now even the man that you see with the coconut stall there's a lot of blood and sweat into your swim to be at that stall yeah you understand it that just oh he bought up some board and <laughs> you, know, you know it take him to get the board yeah. or it take him to buy some set of coconut in order to turn mm -hmm. a profit you understand so yeah, and you'll never escape that in this world, because this world is about the glamour. Because the more glamorous things you put is the more attention you get, so nobody puts a struggle. The yeah. struggle doesn't drive attention. Hmm. Interesting. That's that's a good point. So the flashy, the niceness is what gets the attention. Yeah, struggle. Nobody doesn't. wants to see behind the scenes, really. Yeah, N nobody wants to see what they're living in their own process. It's not interesting. It's not distracting them from their reality. Yeah. It's more compounding their reality. <clears throat> if you're like, ah, oh, so tired and I don't feel like it at work out, somebody might say, boy, me too. Okay, I'm <laughs> you understand? Yeah, yeah. No, I see this. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? It's not Versus. exciting. You, you don't want to see what you're going through. <clears throat> yeah, fair enough. You understand? For, for the gaming aspect of what you're doing, is it, is it across all parishes? Is it just Jamaica? Do you see yourself growing across all of Jamaica and to other countries in the Caribbean? Right. Well, I've done a nationwide thing, mm -hmm. but not nationwide as, as you think nationwide, but I've been to a lot of the different parishes. Yeah, I've done some stints with Red Bulls. So I've done a lot of corporate work. So mm -hmm. we have done a lot of colleges um, in the country as with Red Bull, where mm -hmm. we set up tournaments and nice. give people prizes and, mm -hmm. you know, interact. Um, so I've done, I've, where have I been? I've been to Portland, I've been to, listen, I can't remember, Linstead, Ochi, mm -hmm. Mandeville. The business has grown to a, a place nationwide where it is, when you speak about gaming, my name will pop up, mm -hmm. will be one of the first names right. right here. So I, I've, I've been proud enough to say that I've done that, I've made myself become the top of the food chain in a particular area it may not be the biggest business or the best, but I've worked from ground zero mm -hmm. to that. So um, the aim is to actually evolve, to export players because mm -hmm. gaming is a big business. It has more viewership when a gaming event is on. It has more viewership than an NBA final. The NFL. NFL final and a World Cup final. Right. So you can imagine how many persons are watching this. Yeah. So the potential and the earning ability is there. So what I'm doing now is I have an esports team. I have players. So it's like just like football, you groom them, you try to get them out there in the world for them to get contracts for you to also benefit from the contract. Um, 
So just recently, Digicel did a big gaming thing. Mm-hmm. My team was a part of it in terms of participation. Mm-hmm. Um, my player won, so he won a PlayStation 5, a two-day workshop in Ireland, which will be coming up in November. So it's growing, and, and, and it's through uh, a company called Wild GG, which is very big out there in the world okay. now, and is expanding. So they're looking for players. So what my dream was from day one is actually coming forward. Nice. You understand? So all of the things that I manifest and thought about gradually has made its way to the forefront. Is there anybody else? What, what's your competition like in Jamaica? I don't know if it's a competition because that's not the right word. Yeah. Because to me, the more people who are doing it, the more you build the knowledge of it. Exactly. Everybody can grow together. So who else out there is doing it? There's like maybe, in terms of esports team, there, there's endless amounts of persons who are doing it. Nice. I've just gotten the most attention. Okay. So I've become the most relevant. Mm-hmm. But there are tons of people doing Good. it. Good. I would say that. So I brought a different type of attention, a different type of sponsorship to this kind of thing based on my outside influence of gaming and knowing people, right. I could attach prominent, um, successful people right. to this event who actually indulge in it. So people say, hey, you know, this is actually a thing. Yeah. And so I brought more attention, which helped a lot of other persons to come up. Yeah. And I've supported everybody. So yeah. I mean, so, so, there, so there's a lot of persons pursuing this same, I mean, in a dream, as we call it. Good. I think it's important. I yeah. think that sometimes we, we view somebody else doing what we're doing as a negative versus competition. I, I heard a quote that said, competition is not about one person winning and one person losing. It's about two people who are good at something, mm-hmm. both winning. Both of them are sharpening your skills because they're going against each other. Yeah, because when I came into the business, I, I, I came in doing events. Mm-hmm. There are people doing events before me. I elevated to the biggest event in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. So a lot of persons pivoted in other areas where they did other work. So their work that they did was a part of the event that I was attending and participated mm-hmm which brought that attention to gaming. And then I came on and also capitalized by being a part of it. So right. their work has also helped me. Exactly, right. And so it is aiding your point of saying that it's never competition because there are many people doing the same thing, but you always have a difference in how you do yours. That is how you have your edge. Right. Look how much care manufacturer here. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's just what you do to get the edge. And, yeah. and so, so I, I've never been... Um, I've never felt any way about anybody doing the same yeah. thing because I know I have my particular edge. Yeah, that's very cool. That's very cool. So music, gaming, anything else? I've done party events. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else have I done? Like, My life has been such a whirlwind. I mean, <laughs> like you ask me this now, I'm trying to think, <laughs> what else have I got yeah. into? Um, it may seem to like entertainment or anything that entertains people brings joy in some way yeah and i've not strayed it's also good to know where your strong points are Mm -hmm. and try not to stray as far from them try to use them as leverages Mm -hmm. so if i'm well known in music i know popular people if i do events knowing people 
being somewhat popular helps this particular business. So let's use one N to fuel the next N. Right. In gaming, the people who I know are famous, popular. So if I'm putting together a product and I can have these people a part of the product, it can raise the success of this product. Right. So it's always good to know where your strong points are and use it to fuel other things that you mm. want to do. You understand? And, and then eventually you can do other things because I've also moved into having a rental property. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, and that is far outside of everything I've ever done, right. but it's just something I tried by chance, mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. by chance. And it worked. <laughs> and I was like, yo, this makes sense. Yeah. You know? this, 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 this is what they're talking about, passive income. This right. is, you don't have to technically work for this dollar. Yeah, yeah. I think that's important. I mean, I know it's not easy to get there. Um, I'm not there myself yet, but yeah. the reality is, is if we're depending on our, ourselves to make money, right? So whether it is depending on or brain, or hand, or feet, or whatever the case is to make money, God forbid you get sick. God forbid you have a stroke and you can't think so much, or you can't use your arms anymore. Whatever the case is, mm-hmm. that now means that you're making no income. And so it's so important. This is not an easy thing. It's something that is aspirational, but we all should aspire <clears throat> to have something that can sustain us in the event that something negative happens in our lives. I'm telling it's very you, important. 2020, COVID, most corporate companies wasn't doing anything. Right. That never stopped. So, so, how did, so that's a good point. How did COVID impact all of your businesses that require people to be together? It was just a full stop. <laughs> There's not even no other way to tell you. It was one big full stop. Wow. I had a couple events, lined up a couple new clients, and like one client was like in the week, and then COVID hit, and they're like, Mm. You know, we don't know what's happening. We have, we're canceling that. Right. So that was an opportunity where I could have presented my product and my business to maybe have gotten repeat business. Yeah. Lost that opportunity. Fine. But everything was full stop. There's no other way to explain it. One dead full stop. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was happening. I swear. So having that was, was, was good for me. I remember there's a young lady I was speaking to who's a singer. And at the start of COVID, she was like, that's it. All her events canceled. And her previously very beneficial business just stopped. Just stopped immediately. And I think that that's an important point that of, of us having, whether it is passive income or just multiple streams of income. Because the reality is, is that one industry can disappear really quickly. And I think COVID has showed all of us that. Trust me, I've had friends who made like at least on minimum a million a month and their business was down and I mean, them, them, them never understand what to do themselves. Yeah. Because you, you have this lifestyle, you have this guaranteed thing. Mm-hmm. I know you go down to not making any money. Yeah. Panic. You understand? So, I mean, it was a learning lesson for me. Big learning lesson, yeah. So, I mean, I mean... I'm happy that it did happen. It, 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 it changed a lot of things for a lot of people. A lot of people benefited. Mm-hmm. Where there's crisis, people benefit. Mm-hmm. So I was glad for some people who created businesses that benefited. Yeah. You understand? So 
We give thanks in everything. Trust Has, me. I mean, COVID seems to be over in courts, right? <laughs> so if, if you're in Florida, it's done from 2020. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it has never existed. <laughs> right. So <laughs> has has business picked back up? Has opportunities picked back up? Um, I've had a few opportunities. Um, not as much as before. I think that uh, I'll take some blame because I need to push a little harder now. But mm. sometimes when you, you sit back a little, you kind of become passive and and uh, trying to get myself out of that. Yeah. Which, you know, that takes time. I mean, it's difficult, but it takes time. You understand? So. Yeah, it's hard. It's, once you lose that momentum, to start Trust back up again is difficult. Trust yeah, me. That's interesting. So what advice would you give your younger self? Or younger people know, you know, about life, next steps, what, you know, what should they be looking towards or what would you have done differently? All right, to the first part of the question, to my younger self, I would say to have taken more risk. I started taking risk late. Um, take more risk earlier. Um find something that you're passionate about um try to pursue it um early so if something doesn't work out you can pivot back into anything else you'd like to and um i definitely wouldn't change my course if i went back i wouldn't change my course i, w- I would do minor things different but nothing that would change my course because it has led me to having a nice daughter, having mm. family, having certain friends and be in the position where I am, which I wouldn't change. Advice I would give to younger people, which is a sum of same advice yeah. that I gave myself. But otherwise, from that is that surround yourself with persons who believe in you not a product that you have, not an idea, but you. Mm. That is more important than your idea or your product or your job. So that if you decide to become a singer, you'll get the support. Yeah. Because it's not your ideology they believe in or your success or, or your failure. It's about who you are and what you're about and the person you are. And stay true to yourself. Even though you hear that, staying true to yourself. If you're a shy person and you decide to just maintain that, maintain it for as long as you want until you're comfortable. Don't take yourself out of it. I don't drink, I don't smoke. I have a lot of friends who do those two things and mm-hmm. they indulge. And I can be around them and be myself yeah. without any pressure. Yeah. And that is important. I think what is it's... And hopefully, you know, my daughter learns this as early as possible. Is that very point right there? A lot of times we we think that other people want us to fit in and we don't realize that other people are looking at us saying they respect that about us. You know, the same person, your same friends who are drinking and smoking are probably saying, you they rate the fact you don't drink and smoke. You rate the fact you have that discipline or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, that same person who maybe whether they shy or introverted, mm-hmm. somebody is saying, well, good on you for not always wanting to be the life of the party. It's just sometimes we don't know the value in ourselves. That's what I'm saying. T- and and, and I've, I've, I've learned that early, to be honest. Mm. 
that has been one of the gifts that I've appreciated, that I've learned to be myself. Yeah. To be content with every gene that is in my body, every every aspect of me. People say, hey, you're shorty. I love it. That's you. That's me. Yeah. I've told people I would never want to be at all in the village. It's just not me. I just love mm. who I am, what I'm about, and, you know. So so I've I've maintained that, and that has helped me. You understand? So... I mean, that that's that's the most the most interesting advice I'd give is to be around people who believe in you and be yourself. The other day I saw a quote, and a quote said, "I am proud but not satisfied," and I think it's such an important quote because, as he said, be proud of you who you are. That doesn't mean that you don't want to maybe improve in a particular area or learn something new. That is the part of not being satisfied because you always want to grow. Mm-hmm. But be proud of who you are every day. Appreciate the time that you're this way. Right. You may not be this way again. Yeah. And <laughs> and the, the converse is true in terms of not as upward but also downward meaning. Mm-hmm. Today, you may be unhappy at the fact that your arm isn't as muscular as you want, mm-hmm. right? But then tomorrow, you may lose your arm. Mm-hmm. And you may be like, wow, I wish I had that skinny arm versus not having no arm at all. And sometimes we are so hard on ourselves that we don't realize how good we have it. It's such, a, it's such an amazing thing. Yes, I agree. And, and your other point about you know, taking risks. Like, I think that uh, I look at myself all the time. I, was like, I wish I took more risk. Like, if I had just a checklist, if it doesn't kill me, if it doesn't kill somebody else, just do it. Just try because there's so many things that you look back and you're like, man, if I could have done this or I should have done this because maybe now once I let an opportunity mm-hmm. or something like that, it, w- it will never happen again. You know, so it's take the risk is very important. 100%. So what is next for you? You know, whether it's next week, next month, next year, next five years, what's next for you? Um, I mean... One, trying to um, get back the momentum on the business, create back that wave. Um, continue to fulfill um, the um, the dream of, you know, having gamers, having them become something out there in the world, expressing their talents that Jamaicans have. Mm-hmm. It is so limitless, but we just need opportunity. Yeah. And if I can provide that, um, that is a part of my aim for the business. Um and also to see what else is out there. I mean, whatever comes along to just to just be brave enough to take it on. Mm-hmm. That's how I've always been, you know. And personally, just just growth. Just 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 pray for the ability to to have growth. That's it. That that's 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 all I'm looking forward to. For the near future, this week, next week, just mm-hmm. more so growth in in all areas. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much for listening to this conversation. If you enjoyed it and you want to dive into a similar What Next episode, check out the links in the podcast description or head to the whatnextpodcast.com. And remember, make it your mission to make somebody else's day better.